Welcome all to the Stars of Learning show and my name is Jyoti ji and I'm your host for the show and each fortnight I interview the thought leaders in the learning industry who will share their best practices and we will also discuss challenges solutions latest trends tools technology leadership and their journey in the learning field so friends setbacks are tough on anyone and turning them into opportunities is a matter of choice so we need to understand are we tapping into that potential at some point or the other in life everybody goes through this terribly tough times and most people get stumped by these you know they don't know how to handle that you know they are, they are plugged with a lot of negative emotions such as you know sorrow anxiety fear and a self doubt you know they struggle to get back on their feet and find their way through life again but the truth is on the other side of setbacks lies great rewards true leaders know this which is why they see every setback as an opportunity for personal transformation to achieve exponential success yes friends i am referring to the book called setback leadership by the author shrigata batnagar she brings forth stories of such incredible leaders who have turned their setbacks into breakthroughs as you read their stories you will learn the tools techniques and strategies and in turn she also gives lot of insights on how to handle those setbacks like a pro you know and turn every adversity into an opportunity so friends you will be able to deep dive into the minds of these leaders and learn all the techniques on how to handle setbacks and setbacks will be there right and it's just that you know your mindset and attitude and in this book there are loads of insight uh, it has a world of possibilities with real life examples that's the value you see in this book friends so i was really inspired when i was going through this book and i truly believe every situation in life is temporary like you know you know the night comes and the day also comes right that's the bright side of the life so when life is good we need to enjoy it 100% and when life is not so good remember that it will not last forever yeah so needless to say that i have invited the author of this book shrijata patnagar on this podcast who will share her great nuggets experience strategies uh, you know we can discuss with her directly uh, how she is working with leaders to turn setbacks into huge success with this note a little brief about Uh, our guest Shrijata Bhatnagar. She is an international speaker and author of five books, friends, including Setback Leadership. And thanks to her inquisitiveness, circumstances, and you know, her entrepreneurial experience, she has been through various setbacks in her life too, and she has turned that into you know professional and personal success eventually. so so there are a lot of honors also include uh, friends to her kitty uh, she's been into an entrepreneur award winner 2020 and even women economic forum uh, she's been awarded as an exceptional women of excellence and she's chairing professional speakers association of india and uh, she's also a speaker in that women economic forum and i know her from the same platform professional speaker association 
And I also follow her on the LinkedIn and Insta and see her great insights on how to turn these setbacks into a great opportunity. So without any further delay, let me welcome my guest, Srijata. Once again, Srijata, a warm welcome to Stars of Learning podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jyoti. You already gave, I think, set the base for today's podcast with uh, setback opportunities, a uh, uh, little bit of an understanding of what it means and how it works out. So I'm really, really thankful for having me here and I'm hoping to impart some knowledge to your <laughs> listeners today. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Srijata. It's really great honor to have you on my show. So, so to begin, Sri. Uh, our topic for today is, you know, setback leadership ad and turning adversity into opportunity. And you have been a co-author and, you know, author for multiple books. And uh, this has been the key book. And when I do a Google search with this particular keyword, setback leadership, guess what it throws me? It's only Srijata all over the Google page, okay? <laughs> and... Uh, and any, any uh, again, any pages I get into, it again directs me to Sri Jata, you know. So that's the kind of a, uh, insight you have already providing to the world. So with, I thought, you know, I should be bringing you so uh, to this uh, discussion, uh, Sri Jata. So, so, so to move on, Sri Jata, you know, uh, pandemic or no pandemic, you know, there is setback in people's life. And this is disappointing. You're also known as the iron lady who can cry, right? So what is your experience and your insight to people going through this piece? Yes, you're right. You know, whether it is pandemic or no pandemic, we always have setback in our lives. It's as normal as breathing. If we stop breathing, we will die. Similarly, if we do not have setbacks in our life, we wouldn't grow. That's my personal view on this. Yeah. You know, as Bill Gates says that success is a lousy teacher. What he looks for people is people having experiences in failures. Because he believes that when you have been through multiple failures is when you have learned exponentially and gained knowledge and experience exponentially. So I believe in the same thing what he says, and I totally resonate with what he says on this, that unless setbacks comes in your life, you will mm -hmm. find very little opportunities of growth. Okay. So for me, setback leadership means embrace that setback. Look for an opportunity to grow and grow exponentially so that you can reach towards higher success. Mm -hmm. Wonderful one, uh, Srijata. And I missed to ask you, very important one, why this book? So why this setback leadership book? Well, I think, uh, you know, when I was initially writing this book, I, I myself was going through a lot of challenges. I mean, I've been through multiple challenges in my life. Uh, I talk about nine different kinds of setbacks that you would go through any point in, in your life, uh, you know, and that might bog you down really badly. Nine different kinds of setbacks. Now, this may not be a comprehensive list of setbacks, but these are predominantly ones, right? For example, you may go through a financial uh, difficulty in some part of your life. You may go through a relationship challenge. 
in some part of your life. You may go through a professional challenge where you are, you know, uh, working on a particular thing for years together and you have not really got the promotions or uh, growth in your organization, whereas your peers and your juniors have, you know, went past ahead of you. Likewise, there are many different kinds of setbacks that you can experience in your life. Now, when this bogs you down, this is an opportunity lost. You know, when, when any kind of challenge or when any kind of a setback or a failure box you down, it is a big opportunity lost at your part. Right. So right. hence, while I was looking forward to it, I was writing down the book from a point of view of, okay, what are the 10 mistakes, the nine mistakes that I have made in my life that helped mm. me grow much bigger. So that was the, you know, if you look at initial manuscript of this book, I had titled it 10 mistakes of my life. Okay. But then eventually I realized that, okay, why only mistakes about my life? What about other leaders? And by then I was already working with many leaders from many industries, many different uh, walks of life, etc. And when I was talking to them, one common theme was that most of them, had a big challenge or a big setback in their life. Okay. And because of that setback, they are where they are today. Mm-hmm. Now, that was fascinating, you know, when I was uh, talking to them. And then I realized that maybe I should bring in their stories into the book to let people realize mm-hmm. that setbacks are actually not that bad. Instead, they are awesome because when they come mm-hmm. in your life, you have the opportunity to spring back into much bigger growth and that's how setback leadership was born it was predominantly born or it was written for people who are struggling as leaders because i don't believe that leaders are only found in professional spheres because leaders are there in every sphere a Mm. mother is a leader too Mm. a housewife is a leader too a person who is working under a leader or working under a boss is a leader too. He's an individual con- contributor, but he's leading the way mm. for his own growth on, on his own performance. Right. So this was written for people who are going through certain challenges in their life at this point in time, mm. and which could help them find an opportunity in that same challenge wow. and come out victorious. Okay. Wonderful. So that's what the book is all about. <laughs> Definitely loads of, uh, you know, spring back and being positive about the whole thing. And I can see that energy when you are sharing this insight, uh, Srijata. Thanks for sharing this and, you know, making this aware to my listeners. Just, it's just not about you. It's many leaders' story in the book. So uh, while we are talking about the leaders, uh, you know, Srijata, your expertise lies in you know, guiding business and leaders to rise beyond their challenges, right? And we live in a society uh, where people have flawed thinking. So how to deal with that? Yes. So see, majority of us, uh, I wouldn't say majority of us, but most of us believe that we don't have a problem. Hmm. You know, it's, it's like that rabbit which digs a hole and puts his head inside the hole to behave that the world can't see it. The rabbit believes that the world can see it, but the world is able to see as well as catch. So, True. you know, if, if any of the leaders or any organizations have such kind of mindset, I, I am really worried for them, honestly, because that way 
at this volatile world, in a VUCA world that we call in the technical terms, mm. it is difficult to grow. And it's difficult to not only grow, but stay afloat and sustain, right? So therefore, mm. the broad-mindedness is going to become the need of the hour for such organizations. Mm. And therefore, they need to look at things differently. They have to, first of all, acknowledge, yes, there is a problem in my setting. Only after you acknowledge, mm. can you really look at changing it? So the first mm. step should be acknowledgement in such situations. Right. Right. That's a, again a powerful uh, one, uh, Sridhata. So uh, again, uh, you know, acknowledge and you know, uh, you are also saying in the VUCA world, uh, you say uh, in your book when I was going through setbacks are good and setback is awesome. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, this one chapter. So why do you say so? Well, the reason I say that is because uh, in my experience, as well as speaking uh, and, uh, you know, working with many other leaders and many other organizations and firms, the bigger the challenge they face, mm. the bigger the growth and success they receive. Okay. And let me give you an example. I recently traveled back from Maldives a week back, you know, and uh, when I went there, uh, there was already a setback that they were dealing with. Hmm. I was supposed to go to another place, another resort, another island resort, whereas there, that island was going through COVID outbreak in their island. Okay. So they had to divert my training to another island, another resort of their own, where I went. Hmm. Now, look at this situation, right? The first resort where I was supposed to go and train them, hmm. they were having a big outbreak of COVID. Right. They could have sat down and said, oh, no, we are having a COVID outbreak. Now we can't do anything about it. We can't get Shrijata on board. Mm. And uh, we have to stop this training. They right. didn't do it. Mm. They divert that challenge into an opportunity for mm. their other resort in mm. other situation. Thereby mm. giving them an opportunity to learn and giving me an opportunity to speak. Mm. Right? So it's a... It's an awesome situation if you look at it from another point of view, right? Yeah, yes, you yeah. hit a roadblock, but that's not stopping your growth. That is actually propelling you for higher growth. That is mm -hmm. exactly why I say that setbacks are awesome. You need yeah. to have them in your life. Yeah, yeah. Truly agree, uh, Sridhata. I think uh, wonderfully laid out, you know, saying that, you know, uh, stop participating in the problem and uh, look at the opportunities for, you know, the growth and success. That, that way we can look at awesome things happening. So, uh, Srijata, in this journey, you know, how do we handle setbacks and uh, criticism? Yes, uh, criticism happens to be a big pain point for a lot of people. Right. In fact, it used to be a big problem for me as well. I used to hate especially getting criticized by my husband, you see, so, <laughs> right? So you can take criticism from the outer world, but when the criticism comes from inner, your inner circle, mm. it becomes really difficult to deal with it. Yeah. And for some people, even criticism for outer world becomes, you know, a difficult proposition. Yeah. Now, eventually what I did, I realized that these people were actually criticizing me, not because they, did, they hated me. Mm. It was not the reason. Mm -hmm. They were criticizing me because they wanted to see a better version of me. Okay. They wanted to see a more improved version of me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
when I realized that, that their, their entire intention was not to make me feel bad, but their intention was to make me grow, mm-hmm. become a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. That's when I started taking them as rewards. Mm-hmm. You know, and I started listening to them and understanding where are they coming from. And sometimes you will feel, oh, you have a blind spot which you were not able to see, Mm. which they could see. And that's why they pointed it out to you. But in some cases, you will realize maybe the perspective is different. Mm. Therefore, the criticism is not really a criticism. Mm. It's just a difference of perspective. So opening your mind towards understanding that criticism Mm. is first step to making a change. Now, Mm. also, you will be dealing with People who will criticize for the sake of criticizing. And with experience, you will get to know whom to just shun out when it comes to such criticism. Mm -hmm. You know, and that you can do by practicing. Mm -hmm. Receiving Mm -hmm. criticism, realizing, analyzing and seeing, okay, what is a real criticism? What is a growth related criticism? And what is a criticism just to make you feel bad? Right. Right. You know, and stop feeling bad about those criticisms. Yeah. You don't have to feel bad about it. As simple as that. Mm. That's that's how I deal with it right now. Yeah. I think it is well laid out, uh, Sri Tata, asking for a better version of you and, you know, seeing that blind spot, you know, and uh, and think about it, why that criticism is coming, you know. Uh, I don't that's a matured mindset right and what happens when this criticism runs there are a lot of emotions running internally like you know confused hangry hate unsure how do we handle that you know my question I mean is it while you look at better version of you and you know uh, seeing that blind spot is it okay to show our emotions at that moment yes hundred percent i am all in for showing your emotions because those emotions define us and it's a it's a way mm. to channelize our inner energies towards things mm. but what i say is okay. that the emotions that are unproductive to you that are not really helping you right to get into a, a state which you're really looking forward to like for me i like to be relaxed all the time that's my that's my top emotion all the time i'm relaxed i'm neither ecstatic Mm. nor disappointed i'm in a very Mm. sane very you know standard kind of an emotion now that's the emotion most of the time i'm trying to bring myself to now for example if i'm completely upset sad disappointed Mm. angry afraid of anything first thing would Mm. be to just relax slow down breathe Breathing is a brilliant mm. way to bring yourself into a, you know, more composed emotion. So breathe mm. until your senses come back to a situation where you can think. Right? Mm. When you are able to think, you will realize that most of these emotions are redundant. They're mm. not making any sense after a point in time. And when that happens, mm. what I do is whenever I'm in such emotions, I write down what is making me angry. What is the fear that I have? What is making me feeling disappointed or upset about something? Once I write Mm. that down, I realize majority of it is in my head. It's probably not the reality. 
and then to validate that just find the source that is making you angry it is sometimes it is not the words of the person or the person in itself but the meaning that you attach to the words yeah right the same words if i speak to you versus somebody else might get different kind of reaction because you mm. are giving a different different meaning to that word versus somebody else who is giving different meaning to that same word now mm. why is it so that's mostly internal it's mostly based on our past experiences based on our patterns and so on so when that mm. you realize you know that your emotion for that particular topic for that particular reason is most of it invalid mm. and that's when you become more sane and you realize that okay fine this is this is what i need to work on probably this is where i'm going mm. wrong and then you start working on it right right so idea is to bring yourself in a state where you are mm. composed you yeah. are in a position to take right decisions and you're able mm. to take action i always mm. say this never promise something to somebody when you are happy and mm. never make a decision when you are angry or upset or unhappy mm. rightly said uh, both yeah. are both are really really damaging <laughs> i can say <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> so so lot of uh, uh, things you mentioned here you know the relaxed breathing in and writing down and you know be composed you know to take action so so uh, to do all of this are there any tools and strategies uh, nirita you want to propose yes there are there are different kinds of tools and strategies that one can use and it all depends upon what brings you into that zone where you want to get into right so let me give you the tools mm-hmm. that i use for myself uh, one is i breathe okay so mm. whenever i would feel that there is a jitter in my heart my heart is beating really really fast for something i'll start breathing very very heavily i'll take deep right. breaths and up and down for a few seconds to calm me down if that doesn't mm. work second option that i do is i listen to certain music that cheers me up that brings mm. me up into my the standard zone the equilibrium mm. zone right so that's the second thing that i do the third thing that i do is i sometimes even play music which again brings me into a zone and i dance i'll just mm. you know in an empty room i'll play music in my alexa and i'll start dancing and that brings me into a zone of thinking and zone of calm right once that happens mm. then i'm back to normal so these are the three right. things that i do so for others there could be for example writing journaling is a great tool to calm your mind down you can try that mm-hmm. out uh, there is mm. uh, another tool around uh, writing down the negative emotions there was mm. a time mm. a few years back when i was going through a streak of bad timing i was going through depression and uh, mm. my counselor had suggested me that write down whatever is happening in your head in your diary i still have the diary with me nobody knows in my family that i have that diary if they read it if i read it now i laugh at it but those were the emotions that i was going through at that point in time and i wrote it down mm. right? right so that's right. writing down in a book your negative or your unproductive emotions can really help you calm down mm. Mm. it clears your head so try right. any of right. these and see which works for you yeah yeah 
I think journaling is something very powerful. Uh, so my listeners, I think almost all of my guests have uh, on my podcast have recommended, you know, journaling is powerful. Uh, look at my episode number 17, which has great insight on how you can use the journaling on a daily basis to be a better you. So Shrijata, moving on, you know, uh, you did say, you know, be composed to take action and all that. But there's a common mindset, you know, looking at the other side. And we always feel that the other side is greener. And what we don't realize is, you know, uh, they would have taken a lot of effort taking into action. And and there is also like, you know, there's a constant uh, uh, need of emotional trap we get into looking at others. How do we deal with that? Because that leads to setback. Yes, that's very, very true. And uh, since we were, I think, few years old, like a five, six years old, we were in kindergarten, we were always to taught this particular proverb, grass is greener on the other side of the river. Right. I mean, I remember reading it. I didn't understand it at that point in time. We all of us have read it. Probably we all right. of us have, uh, understood it or, you know, learned it, but never really understood the deeper meaning of it. Right now. And that's that's the beauty of it. Like you've been taught some of these things as a child, but because your mind wasn't really matured at that point in time, it was difficult for you to understand it. So, hmm. you know, my recommendation here would be that, yes, even though we know that grass is always uh, looks greener on the other side of this, you know, river, but it's hmm. not necessarily the case, maybe. We all know it, but how do we internalize it? Hmm. Let me ask you a question and also to the listeners right now. Who is your biggest competition? Hmm. Yeah. Answer it. The Just answer it. It's it's it. It should be me. It has to be According you. To it has to be yeah. me. It has to be my own competition is me. And if mm-hmm. I am able to become even two percent better on a daily mm-hmm. basis, so say today mm-hmm. I am at ten percent. Tomorrow I become twelve percent by doing maybe one task, just one task that makes me a little better than before. Mm-hmm. Are you growing? Hmm. Are you becoming better? Right. The answer is yes. Then why do you have to look at the other side at all? Hmm. Yeah. That's where I I would leave it to. (laughs) Very well laid out. uh, You know, our our competition is with us, and it's a lifestyle and it's an ongoing process which we need to uh, adapt to this kind of competition. Very true. So, So. so, Nirita, we are living in a VUCA world and, you know, uh, you did say that, you know, relax, breathe in music and dance and all of that. You know, uh, people today are so busy with the time, they don't have, uh, you know, have time to accept and respond to setbacks. And uh, you, are, you also say, you know, pause and reflect. And when I coach people also, they also say that, you know, Jyoti, it's not as easy as said. So what is your views when people say this? I just like to ask them that, do you have 10 seconds a day? Okay. Can you spend yeah. 10 seconds a day for yourself? Hmm. Just 10 seconds at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Hmm. Hmm. If that is there, 
you don't need much time. So let me share with you what's my morning ritual is. The first mm. thing I wake up, I touch my heart while I'm closing my eyes, still lying down. And I just, you know, just thinking about the day ahead and also, you know, giving my gratefulness to the universe that I'm still alive. I'm still ready to do so many things that I'm pending. And I have a, another day with me. That's the first thing that I do in the morning. And the last mm. thing that I do in the night before sleeping is looking at the day that just went by. Again, mm. 10 seconds, not more than that. While lying down in my bed, taking you know deep breaths just to get into my senses and thinking, mm. okay, this is how the day went by. These are the things that I did well. These are the things I could have done better. Mm, and mm. thank you, universe, for allowing me to do this. Mm. So 10 mm. seconds in the morning, 10 seconds in the night. Try this right. out. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to spend so okay. much time with yourself. Yes. It's, a, it's the lamest excuse that I have ever heard that I don't have time. Because right. all of us, all of us <laughs> in this world get the exact amount of time. 24 right. hours a day. None of us True. get more, none of us get less. Yes, yes. So, Very powerful one. <laughs> so, so, so friends, uh, what Shri is telling is, you know, 10 seconds to move out of that grief cycle and which will allow you to thrive. So we need to give that 10 seconds, you know, morning and night and being that gratitude mindset will help us to move uh, away from this uh, setbacks. So Shri uh, Jata, again, you know, um, you did mention, you did give us a lot of tools and all of that. Uh, where a lot of us are struggling because of this COVID and, you know, pre-COVID, whatever the reason could be. How to bounce back after a setback? Yes, and this is the toughest one. And why I say this is the toughest one is because every setback, every person's, every setback is different. And every person's bouncing back mechanism is also different. Right now, uh, it has to be a particular setback oriented and then bounce back strategy based on what suits you. Uh, just to give a, a sense of a generalized understanding that when you are going through a setback, you have to mm. go with the flow. Mm. You, need to, you need to understand that most of it is out of your control. You are not mm -hmm. the reason that the setback is happening to you. There could be many other variables around you which could actually create this setback. And you have very little control over any of these. So that's mm -hmm. point number one. Remember that you are not the setback. It's the result that is the setback. Right. That's point number one. Point number two is remember and ask yourself, have I put in my best efforts? Have I done my mm. best? Could I have done mm. better? Mm. If the first answer is yes and the second answer is no, then you should never concentrate on the outcome. Mm. Mm. Because you know you've done your best. And in that situation, mm. whatever result comes is a combination of many other things that fell together. Mm. Right? Mm. 
like we say that you are not your success your success is your success and you are you so similarly your failures or your setbacks are not you they are your setbacks and failures and you are you you are just one variable in that entire equation right so that is second right. thing that you realize that you are not the reason right mm. and the last thing that you need to do is mm. just let it pass take your time see any time mm. whenever you're going through a setback there will be a peak when you yes. will be really feeling low true let that peak go down Mm-hmm. let it sink down okay before you actually take your next action mm-hmm. you need to get into a standardized zone before you are able to take an yeah. action to mitigate that setback or mitigate that failure or challenge right. right unless you get into that zone do not try bouncing back give mm-hmm. yourself time yeah before you bounce back yeah so uh, shri i think this is really powerful three steps which you have given us you know look at the result be your best and let it pass and you know standardize that you know that zone then you are able to reflect and you know you can uh, you know uh, bounce back uh, followed with this only shri i see a lot of your examples coming out in that book uh, uh if you can give one example how did you lead through that disappointment or setback uh you want my personal example yes okay let me give you the recent one which is the fresh in my mind so as i was telling you that i just returned from maldives and uh, about two months back we planned this trip and everything else and uh, you know the sessions got uh, you know done etc etc just about uh, two and a half weeks to three weeks before the travel i got a call from the regional director of uh, learning and development of that particular resort and saying that uh, shrita i have a bad news for you mm. okay i was like okay tell me what it is so mm-hmm. i'm already preparing my mind you know i took a deep right. breath and i was preparing my mind so she okay. he said that uh, i'm so sorry we have to we had to close down our resort our private island because mm-hmm. there is a huge covid outbreak in the uh, island and the government has asked us to shut down till everything okay. becomes sanitized and comfortable so i was oh. like okay so what does this mean right so i asked mm. him this question what does this mean she said that means mm. you cannot travel to this particular island i said okay all right mm. i understand so what should be the mm. next point in action now look at me i am not going bogged down into the entire thing right i'm asking questions right. which will be which will help me make a decision an informed decision, decision right right so then he said give me some time let me work mm. out i'll try mm. and make sure that you don't have to cancel your trip and you're still able to come and add value to us but give me some mm-hmm. time now that some time became a 10 days long time in this mm-hmm. 10 days i did go through a many cycles of you know thinking that oh no what will happen oh no what will happen oh no will i have to cancel my trip and this and that and because my husband and daughter were also traveling and it was their mm-hmm. holiday trip so there was another layer of uh, stress in the mind but on the other hand i was also thinking maybe there is a great potential behind it 
maybe this mm-hmm. setback is going to bring out a brilliant opportunity under this maybe mm-hmm. and when i told this to my husband he was also worried and he started doing research on other resorts and where they can go and things like that i said hold on hold on mm-hmm. give, give some time so this 10 days mm-hmm. went by in that roller coaster ride now at the end of okay. 10 days the regional director came back and said that i have found a solution of our problem and you're mm-hmm. traveling to our another resort which is still in mm-hmm. maldives which is still free and which is much okay. better than the current resort okay so this yeah, could only okay. happen because one i calmed myself down and did not okay. take a hasty decision think about it if mm-hmm. i would have thought oh my god covid is happening in this particular island how can i travel to this country and uh, cancelled my ticket what would have happened mm-hmm. yeah many of, of us would do that right but i didn't mm-hmm. so that is the way you mm-hmm. deal with things mm-hmm. and coming yeah. back again i will say i would never promise something to somebody when i'm super happy and i would mm-hmm. never take a decision <laughs> and my action when i'm super upset or in a you know in a zone which is unproductive so powerful word <laughs> yeah <laughs> i keep saying this you know uh, for people when i'm doing a email training don't respond to emails when you're angry and absolutely <laughs> i'm able to resonate <laughs> this is this is applicable to any walks of life and for anybody it doesn't have to be only on uh, you know professional sphere it also has yeah. can be with your spouse with your kids with your parents with your family with your friends anyone for that matter it's a standard rule <laughs> right <laughs> sure sure so uh, shri moving on uh, i see one of your dream you know and you believe in giving wholeheartedly and you also want to see a better balanced world which you are actively creating through this work right or the you know giving this insight on the setback solution is there a step or a guideline from your journey you want to help uh, how do you do that with the leaders to rebound from a setback so first thing is i listen to them okay i listen and understand what is the crux of the story because most often when they are going through a setback there is a top layer there's a surface mm. level layer but when you go deep down there's a lot more happening there you know yes. so what you see in the surface level is actually not the real challenge the real challenge is when you go deep down so right. as a as a as a coach or as a you know setback leader myself working with other mm. leaders my first job is to listen mm. you know and when i listen is when i find out okay actual problem is not what they were talking about initially but the main problem is this and mm. once that actual problem is found the root cause is found that's when i spring into action along with the team that is working right along with the leaders team mm. that is working and first thing mm. i do is i ask them to change i i work on their mindset i work mm. on the process data that they are using to get rid of that challenge and i also mm. give them tools and strategies that can help mm. them productively use their mindset and the processes okay so i change their mindset i help them change the process that can bring out more productive results and lastly i also work on the tools and strategies that can help them bring out better results and better uh, you know success rate for them even mm. after the setbacks 
So this is what I do as a structure. And uh, it's a very high intense, uh, I would say, uh, process. There's a lot of high... uh, For me, it is a lot more deep work with them. So that is what defines and that is what differentiates what I do with these leaders. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, Shreetaka. Uh, I think that's uh, much of the need to know that layer of the stories also. Yeah, and a lot of framework and a lot of nuggets you have given us. Uh, um, the simple tips, you know, which we can practice in our day-to-day life. So, Shreetaka, is there anything else you would like to add that will be of value to my listeners? All I would say is don't be afraid of challenges. Don't be afraid of setbacks. Because mm-hmm. that's not the end of the story. That is mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. beginning of a new, new great story. Absolutely. Imagine yourself this way. When you are a grandparent, when you become a grandparent where your hair is gray. I have already many gray hairs, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> when you have a lot of gray hair and when your grandchildren want you to tell you stories, what mm-hmm. stories are you going to tell them? Hmm. Are you going to tell them the stories of your fear? Or are you hmm. going to tell them the stories of your leadership? Yeah. So, Powerful lead your life accordingly. That you have enough stories right. to tell your grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, Shrijata. So, ladies and gentlemen, all the links and resources which we have discussed on this podcast will be made available on my show notes page. And it will also be available on my website, prajvitaknowledge.com. That is P-R-A-J-V-I-T-A, knowledge.com. I will list our conversation for your quick reference. And thank you so much, Srijata, for being on this show. I really enjoyed all the nuggets on this specific topic on, you know, setback leadership, turning adversity into an opportunity. I really enjoyed all the conversation and insightful uh, message what you have given to uh, you know to my listeners uh, like spring back you know acknowledging there are bigger challenges and the bigger challenges are like you know for bigger growth and for the bigger success and look for the opportunity uh, always and make a better version of you whenever you get into that setback and seeing that blind spot and you know opening your mindset you know be open is what you were talking of and uh, what I liked the most was the knock of unproductive emotions you know? and a uh, lot of techniques what you thought on relax breathing dance music all of that you know to be composed and to, to take action will definitely help us journaling is another great tip you had shared just recapping what uh, I was able to observe asking questions you know uh, and don't get into hasty decisions you know get the clarity and you know step back and then bounce and 10 seconds morning and evening was very powerful and your two three tips on you know results focus be your best and let it pass and you know standardizing that zone our mindset is very very important and the layer of stories how we have to keep that listening hat all of them are very critical and important in our day-to-day life and I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Shreejata. 
it has been entirely my pleasure honestly jyoti i love 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 talking to you completely and uh, i just hope that uh, the listeners get some good nuggets and they take some good actions out of this particular interview and happy to connect with anyone who would like to so thank you so much for having me here it's been really a pleasure pleasure <laughs> <laughs> wonderful uh, shrijata having you on my show so friends i hope you enjoyed this conversation with shrijata and if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to shrijata then make sure you share this podcast with your friends and post it on social media and tag me and shrijata and let us know about this amazing information you have learned, learned you know and share this information to help many others to engage enlighten and empower by the way i'm always grateful to all my lovely listeners who tune in and subscribes to my podcast and if you have not left a review on the itunes that would mean a world to me so please head over to itunes or any app you are listening to and take a minute to write a quick review it will help our podcast grow and i really appreciate your support once again thank you so much for tuning in the show Bye for now. Take good care of yourself. Be safe and do something engaging, enlightening, and empowering. Thank you.